Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Newsroom. My name's Katie, and I will be your host as we meander into the lives of inspiring and creative people. This is a hub for makers, thinkers, and anyone else that is doing the work that they truly want to be doing. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. We're 22 episodes in and on our second season, so I couldn't be happier. I decided to bring you all a solo episode to kick off season two, but before we get into that, I wanted to read you a review. So this review is from Loco954, titled Down to Earth, and thank you so much for the five stars. So it says, I listen to this podcast regularly. Katie interviews some of the brightest creatives and entrepreneurs around Ohio in a down-to-earth and genuinely curious way. Love. Thank you so much, and I think this is from my pal Lauren, so thank you Lauren for leaving that review. It means so much to me. If you haven't left a review yet, please consider doing so. It really is the best way to support the podcast. So if this podcast brings any value to your life, let me know that you're listening. I would love to hear what you think. Thanks. I have so many exciting things to share with you today, but the first piece of exciting news is that Museroom has its first sponsor. I'm so excited and thank you to Jar Goods for making this week's episode possible. Jar Goods is a woman-owned small business that makes joy in a jar. Their mission is to bring back pride and inspiration to ready-to-cook pantry staples. Sisters-in-law Melissa and Laura Vitelli began their mission in 2015 when they launched their classic red, classic spicy, and classic vodka tomato sauces. And since you're tuning into the podcast, you get to try Jar Goods for 20% off. Just go to jargoods.com slash museroom to get 20% off your first order. That's jargoods.com slash museroom for 20% off. Just use the code museroom, all caps, at checkout to redeem your discount. Okay, well, we have a lot to talk about, so let's get started. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you may be thinking, where's the special guest? Well, today that special guest is me. I thought I would kick off season two with a solo episode because I don't think I've been super transparent about who I am. I wanted to let you into my world a little bit and tell you about myself, why I started the podcast, what my plans are for this podcast, and what my goals are for my business this year. I also wanted to open it up to your questions. A few of you sent me some great questions, so I will answer those throughout the rest of the episode. I thought it would be a good idea to start from the beginning. So Maria asked me if I'm from Cleveland. So let's talk about where I'm from. I'm actually from a town a little bit outside of Akron, Ohio, and that's where I've lived my whole life until now. I grew up with a sister, older sister, Elizabeth. She was my favorite person ever, still is, and such an inspiration to me, and a lot more organized and responsible than me. And my parents, Carol and Doug, they're always so supportive of all of the creative things I want to do and of what my career was for the past few years. So 
My sister was a dancer, so of course I followed in her footsteps and started dancing when I was five, maybe four or five. And then my sister started taking it more seriously, so I started taking it more seriously. I don't think I would in a lot of ways be where I'm at if it weren't for her. So basically throughout all of elementary school, middle school, and high school, my life was consumed with dance. I really didn't have time for sleepovers. I sometimes would go to football games. I didn't have time to do sports. So I think my life was just a little bit different than your average teenager because I had this dream of being a ballet dancer. I wanted to go dance with the New York City Ballet and to have that sort of dream when you're that young and to actually assume that that's what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life, I think is a little bit different. So that being said, I didn't have much of an identity outside of dance. I was always creative and a little bit weird and quirky, and I did have some interests outside of dance. I loved Harry Potter. I loved watching the Food Network and cooking and reading. And I also started to take an interest in journalism, and I was on the school newspaper in high school. And I loved reading like American literature, like Kurt Vonnegut and Tim O'Brien. I did have that a little bit when I was in high school, but as soon as I graduated from high school, I went straight to college for dance. And as a dance major, where I was at, you are definitely consumed with dance. You are most likely roomed up with a dancer in your dorm your freshman year. You're in a dorm with everyone else in the conservatory. So I went to University of Cincinnati's College Conservatory of Music. And so there were actors, musical theater, um, musicians. So in the dorm that I lived in, I was only with like artists, which was great. And it was so inspiring, but I wasn't exposed to much else. I was like, we even had when we would go to parties on the weekends, they were CCM only and the typical UC goers, what we called them, weren't allowed in the parties. So yeah, we were, I was definitely in a little bit of a bubble. So for four years, that's what I was doing. So I totally just forgot about my interest in writing and journalism and literature and just really trained myself in dance and dreamed about dance and talked to dancers and hung out with dancers. And then my junior year, I actually got the opportunity to dance with Cincinnati Ballet as a traineeship. And I was so excited to be asked to do that. And I thought it was going to be so great. But as a traineeship, you're not really treated super great. You don't get paid. And a lot of the times they're really just trying to get more dancers to do outreach and to do the nutcracker so you're not really you they don't pay attention to you and it just wasn't a good use of my time i guess i did learn stuff from it and i'm glad i did it but i think there could have been other opportunities for me so i am glad i was only with them for a year 
And then my senior year, I went back to CCM and I graduated. At that time in my life, I was starting to doubt dance a lot. I didn't feel super inspired. I was kind of skipping class sometimes, which I guess I shouldn't admit, but hey, let's be honest. It was coming time to figure out what I wanted to do when I graduated. And everyone in the dance department, for the most part, were getting photos ready for auditions, getting their resumes ready, and planning auditions and going on auditions every weekend. So I did that. And then one day I remembered that there was a company back home that I had been connected with and I knew the director. He taught me in high school and I was in a piece that he choreographed. So I just went on a limb and Facebook messaged him and asked if he needed dancers. So we arranged for me to come take class in February. That was February of 2016. I took class with them. I was so inspired. I loved all of the work they did. I just immediately wanted to be a part of that group. Months go by and I didn't hear anything. So I was about to move to Boston for a part-time dance company where I wouldn't have even had money to pay bills and I would have been dancing part-time. I would have only had like one friend with me. I would have been far away from my family, but I was going to do it. Right before I signed that contract, I heard back from Neos, Bobby, the artistic director, called me and said that he would want me to join the company as a trainee. So I did. And I and that was right before I graduated, literally just a couple days before my graduation. I had to get a sublet for my apartment because it was going through the rest of the summer and the company started in May. So I went home uh, after like two weeks moved all my stuff back home, and lived with my parents. And that's another story that I won't get into. (laughs) It was fine, but I mean, after being independent for four years, you don't really want to go back and live with your parents, no matter how much you love them, and you want to hang out with them. You still want to have that independence, so that was really hard. But I was dancing with an amazing company. I started at the end of May, danced with them throughout the whole summer, and then continued with them throughout the fall and the spring up until literally last month of 2018. I really could not have asked for more in a dance company. Dance companies are hard. They're competitive. You don't feel like you can really be great friends with people because you feel like you're always trying to compete against them. But at Neos, that wasn't the case. I always felt really supported. I always felt inspired. I always felt like I had some sort of mentorship that was guiding me. And I got to do a lot of cool work. I got to dance in some featured roles and some really cool new choreography. But come January of last year, 2018, I started to feel kind of like I wanted something else outside of dance. I was listening to podcasts. My friend Mary Elizabeth, who I really should be thanking for me even starting this podcast, showed me what podcasts were. Um, She showed me a few months before I started, maybe like the summer before, so summer of 2017, 
I think. I started listening to so many podcasts. And with Neos, we were driving all over the place. We have to drive to Oberlin. And I'm, I live in Cleveland now. But we were, I had to drive to Oberlin, to Akron, to Worcester to teach, to Broadview Heights to teach again. I was just driving all over the place. So podcasts were my friend. I was listening to a lot of wellness podcasts, a lot of interview podcasts. And the hosts of the podcasts started to feel like they were my friends because I was alone in a car for so many hours driving. And I had wondered maybe a few months after I started listening to podcasts what it would be like to be a host. And I always told myself, like, what would I even have to say? I'm so shy and like scared of talking to people. Why would I start a podcast? So I kind of let that pass. (laughs) And then January of this past year 2018 i like i said i started to feel a pull to do something else outside of dance and one day i was driving listening to a podcast i was driving to teach from cleveland to worcester which is like over an hour of nothing (laughs) so i was listening to a podcast and when you're driving that long you also start thinking a lot and all of a sudden an idea popped into my head I should start a podcast instead of me saying, why would I start a podcast? I'm so shy. I don't like talking to people. I said, wait, why not? I should totally start a podcast. Literally the next day I go into rehearsal and I go tell my friend Mary Elizabeth and I say, I think I'm going to start a podcast. She was like, oh my gosh, cool. You're so funny. You should totally start a podcast. So I started researching right away and that friday so that was a wednesday when i told her that that friday i did a practice interview with her my friend mary elizabeth and she actually is on a an episode and that was literally the first interview that i ever did and ever recorded so it ended up on the podcast which is cool and then i just started reaching out to people i really didn't have a lot of fear around it which is interesting because I'm normally I let normally I let fear get in the way and I'm shy and yeah I don't I never liked to talk to people right away I didn't like to approach people but for some reason with this I just I mean I guess email is easier than actually going up and talking to someone but I wasn't afraid of them saying no so I emailed people like Mason's Creamery, Stephanie from La Flea, and all of the other guests on the podcast. The first one I put out was with Venus and Aquarius, and that was this like second or third interview, and it was just so much fun. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just have to keep doing this. So I continued to put myself out there. It was hard at first, but I started to get used to it. And here we are today. So that's to answer Annie's question. She asked me, why did you start Museroom slash the podcast? Or what was the contributing factor to it? I would say the contributing factor was me just being kind of lonely, living in Cleveland and not having a ton of friends around me. And I was craving female connection, female friendship. And I just wanted to meet new people and learn new things. And I was a little bit fascinated by small business. And now I'm really fascinated by small business. So that's kind of what it's evolved into. But 
I would say that would be my contributing factor is I was lonely and I wanted to make connections and I wanted to cultivate a community. Here we are, I've started to cultivate that community. But before we move on, let's take a break. I want to tell you more about jar goods. Melissa and Laura Vitelli started Jar Goods in 2013. They wanted to offer super premium shortcuts that they found missing from the grocery store. The classic red sauce that I mentioned earlier is actually Pa Vitelli's sauce recipe. He cooked it up for decades in his New Jersey Italian restaurant and people used to line up around the block to get their hands on it. So Melissa and Laura thought this is so good, we've got to get this out there. So they began bottling it by hand and eventually it hit the pavement and they started selling in stores. And now they are available in 1,500 locations and counting. Jar Goods is non-GMO verified, woman-owned certified, and they're graduates of the inaugural class of the Chobani Incubator. You get to try Jar Goods today for 20% off your first order. Just go to jargoods.com museroom and use the code MUSEROOM, all caps, at checkout for 20% off your first order. If I had to make a recommendation, I would either try the classic spicy or the classic vodka. But heck, the classic red is amazing too. All of their sauces contain more tomatoes, more olive oil, they're thicker and they're richer and they're more flavorful than other brands. They're super versatile. You can use them in chili, ratatouille, and pizza, of course. And like I said, they're non-GMO verified. They are completely natural and clean label and kosher wherever possible. So to get your first order of Jar Goods at 20% off, go to jargoods.com slash museroom and use the code museroom at checkout, all caps, museroom. Thank you, Jar Goods. So I wanted to answer Arbella's question next. She asked, how do you balance keeping up with the podcast with the rest of your life slash responsibilities? Woof, that's a good question. I think I'm still working on this and I'm still processing how to balance because is balance real? I mean, it's always going to be an ebb, ebb and flow. Like some days I'm going to feel so organized and productive and then other days I'm going to feel like I'm I can barely catch up. But when I was dancing full-time, it was really hard. I was staying up till like midnight trying to edit episodes. And like I said, I was dancing with Neos up until December. So my last show with them was Nutcracker. And I was going to take some time off for my foot because I had injury in my foot that has been bothering me for over a year. And it was just time to let it rest. And also... I've kind of been thinking for the past year about what it would be like to not be a dancer. Finally, I made the leap. I talked to my boss and it was really emotional because dance has been a part of my life for so long and it's been a part of my identity. So it's something that's really hard to let go. And I think now that I have finally let go, I've made more space for balance and that makes me excited and that makes me feel good. We'll see what happens next. I'm excited to see how my life evolves 
from now on. I'm still connected with Neos, and who knows, maybe if I want to dance again, maybe I'll go back. We'll see. And I'm still making a podcast for them, actually. When I was with Neos, I started a podcast to bridge the gap between the audience and the stage. So I was interviewing dancers and collaborators and anyone that was involved with Neos. So I kind of, I mean, I didn't really want anyone else to do it. So I'm going to be continuing that for them. And so that's my way of staying connected with the company that I love so much. And I should clarify that you don't have to quit your job that you really love to create more balance. That's just what I had to do. I just, it wasn't exactly sustainable for me anymore. I don't want to be constantly poor and living paycheck to paycheck. So I had to make a choice and that was the right choice for me and I really feel good about it. So now that I'm not dancing full-time anymore, I'm able to create that space for balance, but I'm also able to create more time. I am so grateful for that because now I have more time to make the podcast more consistent and better. I, it's easier for me to schedule interviews with people and I have more time to edit episodes and I have more time to just bring you a better quality podcast and I'm so excited about that. So this year I want to have an episode every week. That's my goal. I was, towards the end of last season, I was kind of getting to that, an episode a week, and it felt really good, and I want to strive for that this year. There will be breaks every now and then, but for the most part, it'll be really consistent, and I hope you guys are excited for that. I also... So when I started this podcast, I didn't exactly intend for it to be a Cleveland podcast, and it kind of turned into that, and I like it, but who knows if I'm going to be living in Cleveland forever, so I am going to make more of an effort to interview people outside of Cleveland. So I have two lined up, two guests lined up for you that don't live in Cleveland, and I'm hoping that that will help connect Cleveland people to more creatives outside of this area and it will help me to be able to showcase our amazing community of creativity to the world so that's what you can expect from the podcast other than that i do have goals i want to continue to make this more than just a podcast so the one thing that i'm doing is my new event series called muse reading room It's a book club, but it's not your average book club. So for each new book that we read, we're going to collaborate with a different business owner. And this time it is with Verter Salon in Cleveland. They're a non-toxic nail salon. They use only non-toxic nail products. It's really cool. And actually, Lindy, who is a past podcast guest and now a friend of mine, connected me to Chrissy of Verter Salon. And now the three of us are collaborating on an event. It's January 20th, Sunday evening. We're going to be making our own journals. So think vision boarding and journal making. We'll have prompts for you and inspirational quotes for you to put in your journal. It'll just be something for you to take away so that you can continue this year by living more of a creative life and a more inspired life and the book that inspired this event was big magic by elizabeth gilbert and i'm sure you've heard about it 
it's an incredible book. It changed my life, and if you haven't read it yet, you should really go pick it up at your local indie bookstore or on Amazon if you want, but just get the book. It's so good. Unfortunately, the physical event is sold out due to the limited space, so just stay tuned. I'm going to be doing this again with a different business and a different book, so I just wanted to tell you about it so you can get excited and stay tuned for when I decide what the next book will be. Another facet of Muse Room is something that I'm launching really soon, and I mentioned something about it on Instagram, so I'm going to go into a little bit more of detail in it right now. So if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen that I'm going to be offering podcast editing services. I love podcasts, as you can tell, and I want everyone to be able to have a podcast if they want to. And I know sometimes the technical side of it and getting started is really daunting. It was daunting to me and I had to figure out everything by myself. And I know that a lot of small business owners or just busy people in general don't have time to do the actual work of putting the podcast together. So what I'm going to be offering is podcast producing. I'm going to be launching a few different packages, so I think there will be something for every aspiring podcaster out there. So if this is something you're interested in, shoot me an email, send me a DM, or sign up on my mailing list. I'll be sharing more information soon, so stay tuned. I think there was one more question that I was asked on Instagram, and unfortunately it somehow disappeared, but I think it was something along the lines of what are your goals with the podcast and what do you want it to become? So I did kind of speak to this a little bit. I am going to be offering events and podcast producing, but I think there's one thing that I will say, but I'm just going to keep it really brief. My goal is to turn muse room into a physical space that's all i'm gonna say so stay tuned for that i thought it would be cool to throw that little snippet out into the universe but for now i'm gonna keep the rest a secret all right well i hope you were able to learn a little bit more about me and i would love to talk more about myself in another solo episode so if you have any other questions please send them my way i would also appreciate any questions about the podcast about muse room in general i would love to hear from you Next week on the podcast, we have Kat Lintigua from Chats with Kat. I can't wait to share that conversation. It was so much fun. If you haven't yet left a review, please consider leaving a review. I would really appreciate it. It's one of the best ways to support the podcast. And now there is another way to support the podcast. So if you would like to try Jar Goods, check it out at jargoods.com slash museroom. You can get 20% off your order with the code museroom, all caps. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you next week. And if you have any other questions for me, you can follow me on Instagram at Podcast or shoot me an email to museroompodcast at gmail.com. All right, well, have a great week. Find your muse, find your inspiration, stay creative, and keep doing what you love. I'll talk to you next time.